Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So I, I think like, look, we've had the baby's home now for two weeks, actually two weeks today. And they're working against me. They're organised. They know exactly what they're doing. They're breaking me. I'm Gareth Locklock. And um, I'm Ollie Locklock. And we are... The Newly Dads. The Newly Dads. Great. That's right, let's try good. that again. We are the Newly Cancelled. Newly Dads. Oh, is that right? Hi, I'm Gareth. And I'm Ollie. We are... The Newly Dads. And currently our twins are seven weeks old. Seven weeks and counting. I am fucking exhausted and... And this morning, at 4.30 in the morning, I was thinking about one thing, a very large glass of white. I haven't had a drink in a week, and maybe this is the issue. Maybe maybe this goes hand in hand with alcoholism. Maybe not raising kids. Maybe that's a bad thing to say. It's not great to say, but I, I think I think we are also new parents, and, and all the advice I've been given is, one, don't take any advice. And the other part of advice is, don't quit booze. Yeah. It's actually controversial to say, but you need it sometimes. I actually, you know what? That's a really funny point about this, not taking advice. I'm so stubborn, as you know, with not taking advice from anyone. And I'm really like, someone's like, um, your sister, for example, loves giving us advice, loves it. Like, and is almost patronizing advice. And then that winds me up. So now I'm like, right, absolutely no way. These are my kids. I'm raising them my way. All I want to do right now is ring your sister and be like, how the hell do you have them sleeping through the night? They I don't. can't do that. They don't. Okay, they don't. Fine. Alice still doesn't sleep. She's like 14 or something. I need like a, we need like a sleep. She's like, she literally going to university next year and she's never slept through the night. I know. This is like, she's this, three, don't this worry, will she's change. I mean, we just need to get like a, like a sleep expert. I think, do you know what's going to be great about doing this podcast? I feel like this is going to be therapy. This is therapy for us because I, you know, at the moment, it's just, the house is busy. Even just with the two kids, us and the two dogs, without everything else going on, without all the other businesses we have, without all the other filming, et cetera, et cetera. The house is busy just the six of yeah, us. Yeah, well, it doesn't help when you decide to do the garden up at the same time as having twins. That's and it's something that you've done. We have more deliveries through the door, I, I, more package than Jenna Jameson. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I literally, so this is my thing, right? This is my therapy. I found what helps me stay at home and be really level-headed is at least five Amazon deliveries a day. Don't even care what they are. Just like a box. Love a box. I'm very aware. The doorbell (laughs) never stops ringing. People want to come and see the children. It's exhausting. And I I can actually say this. Since the babies have been home, which is like two weeks now, I have not slept one bit during the day. And everyone says you've got to sleep when the baby's asleep. I haven't slept once during the day. Who sleeps during the day? That's what you're meant to do. You're meant to sleep when the baby sleep. I'd have to like take a, like a sleeping pill. I wouldn't be able to sleep during the day. Well, or, I, or have uh, to be honest with you, right now, this sofa is quite comfy, and I slept two hours last night, max probably. So maybe I could. 
I, I'm advising not to. It would be a very boring podcast if you just slept. <laughs> this is like, we can't forget ourselves in this entire thing. You know, raising a family, it doesn't just then become about the kids. It becomes about the family, you know, and it's a new dynamic. I've got these two little creatures, which are basically, I think, organizing against me right now. But we need to just, you know, we just need to raise this family and get some sleep and... I'm glad you say that such an easy manner. Be like, yeah, we just need to raise the family perfectly, get some sleep. No, I think at the moment, people need to realise that if they don't already, that we have just had twins. Yeah. So lots of people will know us from watching us on TV and following our journey in the media. um, And the fact that we've gone through surrogacy and we've just had these two beautiful twins. We've got a boy and a girl, Apollo and Cosima. Um, but it's been a long journey getting here, hasn't it? It's not been the quickest one. No. I mean, where does it even start? Like, when right, should we go for when we first met? Could it's you even a imagine? It's a good place to start. We actually met a long time ago in Which, China Whites, showing our age. That is really showing our age. Uh, it was 15 or 16 years ago. For those of you who don't know that, it's a very vintage nightclub that was terribly, terribly trendy oh, back incredible. in the day. Like, it was the place to be. The place to be. And, and we are... At that time, none of us could afford drinks. I think we'd just hang around with older people to try and get drinks. Kind uh, of go home with three you beers. literally make yourself sound like a prostitute. I could afford my drinks. <laughs> I, well, I couldn't. Okay. Well, That's why I became a promoter, I think, back then, because I was literally like, I couldn't afford them. Anyway, we digress. So we were actually in a fashion show together, weren't we, with one of our friends, Jade Horan Cooper. Absolutely right. It was her brand. Um, and yeah, didn't start from then, did it? No, I didn't like you very much. No, and I thought you were a pompous prick. I just thought you were really, really boring. That was the issue. Well, I thought I there was, mean, wasn't... I, I, you didn't say anything. Because I didn't... What would I say to you? You had long hair, white jeans. I think... Were you, were you wearing a poncho the first time I saw you? That's when you added me on Facebook. You were wearing a poncho somewhere. That was some sort of photo shoot. You looked very like, cool. Ugh, you looked like a young Lawrence, Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen. Uh, we're talking 20 years ago, which was quite cool. I mean, in your... Okay, fine. It, let's just say it's cool. But no, so it wasn't love at first sight, was it? No, certainly not. And many, many years later of kind of... It was kind of... We ended up going to events and we were at each other's and we had a... We shared a very close friend, Jay Tolan Cooper. I remember going to her house. She always has this fabulous Cheltenham weekend, which is always good fun. And I remember her going, oh, you've got to get with this guy. I was See, like, you were aware? You were aware that she was also pushing the agenda? Yeah, she was. She was like, oh, oh you've got to get with Gareth. And I was like, I've known Gareth for such a long time. And I was like, it's really dull. He'd like, he doesn't have anything to say for himself. Uh, he's never really made any effort whatsoever. And weirdly, you followed me around that weekend oh, like a little puppy dog. I know you did. I, I remember it actually really well. I, just I think you were after, no. you looked and for the first time you went, crumbs he's handsome i was living down in the cotswolds there is not a gay life scene down there i had I, the well was dry i was like right i'm just gonna go for it you know we'll have fun time whatever um and, and, I, I, and also like i know i know you i've known you by this point for years you're a nice guy you're funny sometimes you know like you, you're good looking you know so you know what you just to. basically wanted a one-night stand. I didn't want a one-night stand. You did? All. No, I didn't. I Sorry, didn't maybe just stand. add that we went back to your... I think we ended up having a kiss. And that was... I think you wanted to show me your barn, which is a really weird thing to happen. It's not... Right? I lived in a barn. I didn't want to show you a barn that, like, cattle like, lived No, 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 you did. You showed me and there was a door and you went, oh, come and have a look at the barn. And I was like, okay. Uh, and for some reason, we kissed in that barn. It sounds a lot more romantic. I probably got a tick or something. And then... You, you went upstairs, and so did I, absolutely, and you showed me your bedroom, as you kind of do. I and mean, this is then leading somewhere. You so. then tried to get with me, and I said, no, I'm a gentleman. 
I was like, I'm not going to do this because actually, I was like, I, I don't want, I don't want this quite yet. And you, tr- and th- you were quite forceful actually. I was, I was quite persistent. You were yeah. quite persistent, and you wanted. Anyway, you were a gentleman in the end. I said no. Thank in you the very end, much. I was a gentleman all I the way. I put my through. jacket put back the up. Options on the table. I put the options on the table. You came up to my bedroom. Come on. I put the options on the table. Yeah, and I said thank you very much for inviting me. You've got quite the lovely house. The next day, persistent as ever, and you kind of followed me around Cheltenham and we kind of oh, had a lot of Don't make it sound couple like couple I'm like this puppy dog. I'm not this puppy you, dog. You were at the time, no, I You promise. were into it as well. Pack it in. Pack it in. No, 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 no. You, yeah, you were. I know you were. And so I went around Cheltenham, had a lovely time, got nice and pissed, went to 131 afterwards. Cheltenham was rocking. We made out like teenagers in the corner. Made out. It was very, very nice, I must admit. And I, then... I'm actually... I look back on that and I was like, that was... That was immature. But then... I remember my body was suffering with psoriasis at that point. Is this why you didn't put out on the first night? Maybe, I don't know. Probably not. I was, that no, makes just, me feel better about myself. I'm just a, an elegant gentleman in that case. Okay, fine. Really. Anyway, I remember you getting into bed and 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 we got naked and, and you thought differently. You thought things were different. In what, what sense? Would you not remember you thought I was covered in moles? I thought you were, it was dark. I was like, okay. I was like, it, it just felt a bit, there was, I didn't really understand what it was. Bless you, you had psoriasis. Um, and yeah, I just thought... And you, you also had, like, thought... <laughs> For some reason, I thought you had a small willy as well. Which I don't. <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't. Um, but you were determined of that. I and so you went, I remember you told me afterwards. I don't know like, how I thought... I don't said... think I want to do this again because... No, I, I didn't say if, that at all. That's not true You have said all. to me, if you had, actually, in the second time, if my knob was like it was or you thought it was on the first time, you weren't going to go back. You make me sound like such a bad person. This it's not a bad not person. True. It's We're all we're all in it. We're all, we're all in it queens. together. Okay, fine. Well, okay. Luckily, luckily, you don't have a small willy right? because apparently that's what I look for. Um, and, although mine is bigger, um, oh, and yeah, I don't know, and then we went from there. I, I mean, what well, actually then annoyingly it was, a, it was a Saturday afternoon and this is actually quite lovely. And it was a, it was a wonderful afternoon where there was no booze involved and we were sat next to the fire and it was snowing outside and there was a dog there and oh, the dog God. decided to do the most horrific this was a big, but it big, was like big dog as well. It was a huge like, dog. It was like a homeless person had peeped in the middle of the, the living room. It was enormous. The and smell stunk. was another level. And it was almost that moment where Gareth picked it up <laughs> that I weirdly fell in love with him. And it was a weird situation. And, and it was exactly how the rom-com I've always wanted my life to go. Me Not p- particularly with diarrhea. But it, well, it was a bit like that. It was something was there was entertaining with the background of a fabulous house in the Cotswolds, and it was snowing outside. I asked you to stay, and again, ever the I wanted you to stay. I don't think I actually said it. No, I was like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to leave the. We've already had a bit of a night of of, um, of flaming passion. Flaming passion. <laughs> and I thought, well, I'm going to leave when I should leave. And I remember calling my sister and saying, I think I've met someone. And she went, You have said this before because it was a couple of weeks before I had said that. And that person never I'll tell you later. Uh, what? Well, I had snogged that Riyadh guy. Oh, God. And I, I could... quite liked him. And I called sister, my sister. I was like, actually, I quite like this guy. And then he didn't ask me out again. He looks like he's had more work than I've yeah, done. Yeah, it's anyway. Good. Um, anyway, so went home and you had lied to your to me. You had said that your brother was coming I, the No, 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 no. Lied is a horrible word. I basically had made an lied. excuse... Uh, uh, uh. my brother was over from jersey i'd said he was going to be in london so i was going up to london to see him this is it's been the next day i'm 
wildly impatient person. Um, but they're actually going to be down in Cheltenham. And I just made an excuse to come out to London and have a date night with you. But you never left. You I, moved in I a never, week and a half later. You didn't later. want me to leave. No, I didn't want you to leave. Yeah, exactly. There but you, you did never leave. You moved into the, into the house. You quit your job. I didn't quit my job. I actually, funny enough, I commuted for a year backwards and forwards every single day. Yeah. Two hours there, two hours back down to the Cotswolds. That really shows how much love I had for you. And I literally had to peel myself away from you. It we just got engaged seven months later, and that was the start of what was going to be a journey that ended up with us sitting here right now, married, sexless. <laughs> with twins. <laughs> with twins. Not sleeping. So that is very much the beginning of the podcast, I feel, that there is, there well, is, there is, you, you understand a little bit about us, but this is going to be more about the adventures of uh, us going through parenting, with two with twins uh, at seven week seven weeks old right now. We're going to listen to your stories. We're going to listen to your kids' stories. We're going to listen to have a lot of fun. It's not all going to be uh, serious. I want to get I some advice. Actually, I want to get be... some advice out of this as well. I want to get. Some I need a little bit, but also pointers. I just want this to be a joyous situation that people can sit there and relate to. Yeah, I feel like like we're all like there's so many people going through this journey, and and it is going to involve wine. It's, Everyone could say, I'm not, I'm also, bugger the the mummy police. I'm really not going to, I, I I don't want everyone to be like, oh, well, you should probably show this because that's what you need to do. Because it's really annoying. And I want to sit there and be like, we're our own parents as well. And we'll share the concerns and we'll have a glass of wine on the way. Yeah. The babies are fine. They're happy. Fine. It, it's us that need to, need to all work together to be a, be a family bond with everyone listening, I think. Yeah, it's this new dynamic, isn't it? And it's um, the fact that they're here, they're here early, which is, you know, that's, that was a big surprise and a big adjustment. But regardless of when they arrive, the dynamic has changed hugely. And now we, it's, it's like we had this, we had this little family, we had two dogs, we got the two dogs. And now we're just figuring out our new dynamic. I'm aware for the last 48 hours, I stank. Like I, I smelt like actually not like I stank in parenting. I'm not like, oh, you stink. But as in like you like, I, I, I didn't brush my teeth. I, I didn't shower particularly. And I looked at myself and I was like, I look awful. Like this isn't a good thing. But that's, I think, part of the newbie process. I just, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Well, I think we're going to try and share the sunshine and rainbows. And the pissing rainbows at the moment. Think how many people, which is heaven. I want people to sit down and have their headphones in when you're feeding at 4am and sit there and guys, we're with you. Yeah. And that's, I think, so important because that's when I would listen to this because we're all in this boat together. Yeah, And that I think we need to make sure we are your two gay best friends sitting here. And that's how we want you to feel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. I want to break the mic with the wine. Oh, that is honestly the first glass of wine. It's not very nice at all. No, that was very, that was. God, uh, this is real production wine. I feel like we're on the yeah. set of Chelsea and they've kind of given us a treat. It will take the paint off the walls. Well, that's uh, <laughs> Again. At this Thank time, you for the wine, by the way. Drink guys. is drink. Thanks, drink. production. Yeah, Thanks. but I know what did my what did my auntie say to you the other day? We were visiting. I, this is actually quite a funny story. We're, we're visiting mother uh, Gareth's mother in a care home, and she's not very well with Alzheimer's, and she's sort of on her way out. And and uh, it was her birthday, and I tried the wine in the care home, and I went, "My God, this wine is absolutely disgusting." I said, "Don't drink; it's undrinkable." She went, darling, nothing's undrinkable. You just need more practice. <laughs> Which I absolutely <laughs> like adored. And my, my, aunt. my aunt sounds like Ursula the Sea Witch from Little Mermaid. Um, anyway, this is the part of the show where we're going to move on and we're going to listen to some new deliveries, which is where we're going to listen to stories from you. Uh, so I've got the first one here, actually. So, hi, Gareth and Ollie. Love you both on Made in Chelsea and so excited that you have your own podcast now too. Us too. Uh, a few years ago, it was my granddad's funeral and all of his family and friends were in the church. My infant son had been having some issues and hadn't pooped in almost a week. In the middle of the eulogy, he unleashed <laughs> he unleashed a week's worth of poo into his nappy, accompanied with the loudest farts. If that wasn't enough, it leaked everywhere this is the famous punami isn't it including on my husband who was holding him my <laughs> imagine the suit uh my gorgeous husband then took him out of the church to clean him up i love the fact she said gorgeous husband because obviously he's done the duty once the funeral was over i came out to find my son in a nappy and wrapped in a blanket because his clothes were all covered in poo it helped to lift the mood and everyone had a good laugh but i was mortified i'm sure my granddad would have found it hilarious and he probably laughing all the way up there Lots of love, Georgina. Um, I, Georgina, I understand fully this situation. Um, I would have personally, the first thing my head would have gone is, I am assuming granddad was old and he probably would have lost some some flatulent himself at some point. Old men fart. Old yeah. men fart a old lot. Fart, and I'd yeah. have, you should have heard old Barney's farts. I would have gone straight to that. You should have gone, oh, he would have loved that, just like his grandfather. <laughs> I mean, I... I'm with you entirely. Poo chat is a situation that's become a part of our life at the moment. And now as parents, we understand that it's not just your asshole that you that you wipe. You, you end up wiping other people's as well. You very much do. I think, I think you know what, anything's like in the mood of a funeral. Um, and I find funerals hilarious. I think anything in church. Like, There's something awful about it that I find, it is, church is one of those things, but I find funerals really funny. And it's something that I'm, there's a few people I'm not allowed to, to sit next to or near at any funeral. It's literally like, it's a school assembly, but religious and someone's dead. Everything's hilarious about that in so many ways because you can't laugh. You're not meant to. And someone someone does anything. Like if like, I don't know, someone messes up on the lines or something like that, everything's hilarious. And there's always someone that's kind of weeping and you're literally like, they look ridiculous. I just, uh, there's so many, th- I, at funerals I find quite entertaining. Also, do you know what I actually quite love about that story? And this is one thing. On the 18th birthday of that baby, right, what's going to happen? They're going to bring up this story and they're going to remember the funeral and they're going to remember the, they're going to remember the grandfather. And I think that's such a lovely tie back because you don't want, to forget these people. And now that the son has literally dropped an absolute nuke of a turd on that funeral day in the church and having done it in such a spectacular way, how can that ever be forgotten? When was the last time you pooped yourself in public? Well. Let's just ask it. Th- but th- I, I have. Oh, I know you have. I have. <laughs> it was about four years ago and uh, I had had a very 
busy night um, out on the town. Okay, I was wondering what that meant. <laughs> and um, I remember going to Zuma and I was in Zuma and I had had my sashimi and my bits and pieces. And as you do, you try and slip one out and it and it went went incredibly downhill. Oh my God. And Wait, I, was I with you? This is four I, years ago. You were with me. Yeah, but I don't know if you were actually with me on the table, but I, I, I don't know this story. Myself. I do not know this story. And this I is amazing. I didn't know what to do. Luke was with me. I went I sat there and just walked off and I was like, I walked to the loo and I was like, no, what, what do I do with my underwear? So I got the bog brush and I put the underwear in the bog brush. <laughs> and I cleaned myself up and I walked back and had a margarita. And that, that is how I styled that out. And I tell you what, for all of you out there that have done it, never said anything to you because actually... Are you? you every now and then it happens and you can't avoid it. Also, also formal apology to the man or woman who ended up cleaning up your mess that you just left for them to find in the bug brush. There was nowhere to put it. There was no bin as such. Get a bag, get a tissue, sneak it out, throw it in an outside bin. No, 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 no. There's surely the... a bin in there. I can't walk out into Zuma with a soiled pair of you Colvins. shit your pants mate are you taking your pants with you you I'm, can't just leave you made it someone else's problem i'm so no 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 i 100 never never would they have ever found a pair of underpants boxes mind you so they're they're reasonably large stuffed into the lubra it was rich foods and it was a night beforehand everyone's been there oh he's not blaming the fish no certainly not never in zuma no no okay great fun here we go Cringe alert incoming for the both of you. Whilst she was at primary school, my daughter was asked to bring in something important from home to show and tell. I once brought a dead squirrel, but I'll get onto that. <laughs> so she asked to bring in her memory box, which was kept at the bottom of the wardrobe in my bedroom for safekeeping. I'm a woman who loves order and for things to look the same. And I've got many boxes at the bottom of my wardrobe full of lots of different things. We were rushing around on this school morning and I grabbed the memory box in the wardrobe before dropping off my daughter at school and heading off for a busy day of meetings. Just before on the meetings, I was called up by the school to talk about something urgent. They wanted to know why my daughter had brought in a box which including sexy lingerie, a pack of cigarettes and a signed photo of topless Robbie Williams. I had actually given her my naughty box. Cue the overwhelming feeling of embarrassment. I went to pick up from school at the end of the day. Bid kisses, Joss. Wait, hang on. Oh, so it was that all that was in the box? Yeah, Joss. I, I just, just an example. In the box. If that's your naughty box, darling, then I think we need to go shopping. Yeah, I feel like that. I feel like there'd be much worse stuff in the naughty box. Mind you, sexy lingerie, packet of cigarettes, and a sign picture. That's a wank. A, a top Robbie Williams. That's her just cracking one out. That's, that her, that's her crack out box. Absolutely incredible. Also, why the, the the daughter surely has looked in this box before she goes to school? No, she's a child. I she's know. Probably not you, gonna, I, the curiosity of a child. You're not going to be like, oh, I'm just going to take this box. Yeah, no, your mother gives you something and you go, thanks very much. It's not like, it's basically not, oh, please, child, bring it in. It's basically mother organise something to bring in so yeah. that you can show and tell. Show and tell. <laughs> How does that unfold? Is she then just like picking out the laundry out of the box and then she's like, pack it, cigarettes? It just makes me think of like a French whorehouse. I, don't I really think know. that's quite fabulous. I really do. Do you have a naughty box at home? No, I once had a naughty sort of sleeve. I do I what was a, mine like a like a buckles what that means well more uh, it, uh, I suppose it had condoms and kind of a oh you mean a sleeve as in like a, a, I think a, an ex girlfriend left a paper, a paper Yasmin, folder Yasmin pills for contraception you mean like a, a, what a sleeve is like a folder 
not I, I thought you meant like a sleeve. I thought I was really wondering like where a wizard. Yes, yeah, wondering where you'll go. It's just like this long sock that's tied at both ends. It was like, a sleeve of a shirt, but I've just yeah. filled it with dildos and whatever else. Yeah, it's like Voldemort getting out his little <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, show and tell was a situation back there. I remember that was a that was something. And I remember bringing a dead squirrel uh to it, which which alarmed people. It was called a nature table, and everyone brought in kind of <laughs> acorns and sort of stuff like that. Well, I found a, basically a, <laughs> a rigor mortis uh, squirrel in the garden. And so I decided that would be perfect on the nature table. This isn't taxidermized. This is no, this no. is squirrel's guts and all. No, just rigor mortis. It was literally like... So it's fresh. It's fresh dead. Fresh dead squirrel. Well, pretty, yeah, pretty I'd be absolutely right. Yeah, but that's what I brought in. And I think I alarmed people. <laughs> how, how, right, okay. So presumably, how are you getting to school? Is, 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 has your, have your parents taken you? What's going on? Yes, your parents right. take to school. Yeah, well, I didn't know, bus, whatever. So you've got, where's where's the dead squirrel? Well, in my bag or something, See, I can't remember. You've, you've stuffed with your pens and paper and your books and, you know, your, your science book, whatever. There's just a and free... And my dead friend squirrel. And you're, you're just a, in, a, in a bag? In what? Well, I'm what? assuming so. Yeah, I didn't tell mom, obviously. I just think I, I just brought a dead squirrel. How old are you here with this dead squirrel? Oh, five. Probably. Five years old. Also, this is actually quite interesting and does explain a lot. You had worms a lot as a child. I never had worms. And how do you describe it? An itchy bumhole. There you go. And what happens is you, you get tablets. Yeah, mummy used have to give worms. us a tablet every now and yeah. then. Maybe you shouldn't be going up picking up dead squirrels and taking them to school. Probably the situation. Also, I feel I lived in that kind of the the kind of mid to late 80s where it was kind of you, no one really cares if you're out between whatever time and whatever time. You just come home and we had a forest next to us. So I was pretty, I, I was eating mud probably. I was having a I literally, I, I was... Licking I, bark and all sorts. I would have been, I was picking up stuff. So every month, mum would, I would sit there and say, mum, I think my bum hole's itchy. And she would go, ah, worms it is. And worms would go down to the local um, Safeway and uh, and give me a pill that would make my bum hole not as itchy. And that means that the, they were done. I am like this, this. I I did the exact same things, went outside, lived in the countryside, whatever. I hands down never had worms. Well, maybe you're never one of those people worms. that like washed your hands too much. Well, considering you've now got wild OCD, is this why you've got wild OCD? It's because you've basically got this affinity to catching worms. Maybe I'm just immune, I don't know. I don't know. This is just anyway. But but moral of the story: don't go. It wasn't just me. This is my sister as well, by the way. This she was got, like me and my sister both had worms, and we just assumed that was a part of growing up. Well, it's all your dead dead woodland friends are going around fishing out of the place. Right, and let's go for one more. Congratulations on your newborn babies. My husband and I have been a pair for over ten years now. We're getting ready to welcome our first child together in three months' time. Um, I've been fortunate to have had a so far smooth pregnancy, but it's not been without some bumps, which have arisen from some drama with a frenemy who is also a fellow mum to be. Let's call her Poppy for the sake of ease. Nice name, Poppy. I like the name Poppy. Poppy is my best friend from home, best friend from uni. Okay, tenuous. And for as long as we have known each other, Poppy has seemed to have taken inspiration from my life. Right, okay. Uh, back when we were younger, it used to be things like copying my outfits or hairstyles, and it's gotten worse. And as we've grown up, we got married on an outdoor beachside wedding in Cornwall, and two years later, Poppy got married on a beach in Devon. We're now pregnant at the same time, and she's taking things too far. She's stolen my baby name. On a drunken pre-pregnancy night out, I told Poppy what I was planning to call my then hypothetical child. However, a few weeks ago, 
Whilst having coffee with our mutual friend, I discovered that Poppy is planning on giving her child the same name. Poppy is due a month before me, so now I'm stuck in a conundrum of confronting her and asking her to change it or searching elsewhere for some new baby name inspiration. Help a distressed mama to be in Guildford. She seems like a bit of a bellend for starters. And I think that's very aware that why are you still involved in her life too much? There's someone in my life that was like that and I decided to get rid of them and uh, never spoke to them really again. Um, However... I have seen recently that people do baby showers where the names are released before. Now, if Poppy wants to be a knobhead, be a knobhead back. I would sit there and get everything plastered with the baby's name and make sure it's it's a month and a half before the due date and sit there, this is my baby's name, Luther. To be honest, it sounds like Poppy's still going to, you know, just go down that road. It feels like Poppy wants to be the mama in Guildford. Again, we did have this problem with ours. Like we well, did have a bit of a problem. Well, the, the, two trains of thought. So basically, you're not tight-lipped about anything at all. And you told pretty much everyone our baby names from the get-go, which are quite unique. Apollo and Cosima. I'm not But it wasn't. About it was Apollo. It was Apollo was the boy's name. And we always picked that. And I've always wanted a boy called Apollo. I love the name Apollo. It's really strong. He's very much an Apollo. His name's Apollo Magnus Obi Lock Lock. It's yeah. a strong name. Well, it literally means Magnus Obi means strong heart. And actually, let's face it, knowing Apollo right now, He's stubborn. He is literally breaking me. And I am pretty unbreakable. But then, so we, we then, we struggled with girls' names, didn't we? So we had a list. Yeah. That wasn't ever a name. Oh, a list. Oh, sorry, no, I thought you meant a list. Oh, sorry, no, a list. Yeah, yeah. No. Say, a list is not a bad name. <laughs> ah. um, but um, we, and um, we didn't even think this. We wanted to call our girl Cosmo, didn't we? Yeah. Cosmo, we thought was a really cool name. For a girl, which is, I mean, and it sort of really resonates with us at the time. And we hadn't actually realised that one of our friends had also called it because... But that was her boy. Yeah, she's one of these friends that basically we didn't really see that much because, you know, she said kids, we hadn't had kids at that time. So I, I completely blanked that their kid was called that. And they took real exception to it, didn't they? They did. I'm just trying to find our, our list of baby names because actually there were some good ones. That's some cracking baby names. Apollo, <laughs> Olympia. Uh, yeah, we are heavily in the Greek, weren't we? Persephone was one of them, but I didn't. Yeah. It's when someone was like Persephone, and I was like, it's Persephone. Persephone. Coco, Atlas, Toto. Toto, I love. Othello. I love Toto. Othello, no, Othello actually is my, Othello Moriarty is my Uber name. I know, I'm aware every time we go into any kind of Uber or every time we I'm like, is get it for Uber Othello? Eats, I'm like, Othello Moriarty, they're like Moriarty, and then you change mine to Pikachu. So every time we go to an Uber, they're like, they're like, oh, Pikachu, where is that from? And I'm like, my husband being a knob, basically. <laughs> yeah, and I forget, so I'm like Ollie, and they're like, no, it's Pikachu, and I'm like, oh, sorry, it's Pikachu. Uh, it's Pikachu, always, Pikachu, yeah. it's always when you're a bit tipsy on a night out, or you get the food delivery from Uber, and then they're like, well, it's not you then, is it? Yeah, totally. Um, but anyway, so this 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 baby naming. The problem is the feedback we've always got is. Someone else is always going to have that name. That's true. And that, it, that, it, that you just have to say that you cannot patent a name. A name is a name. I think it's very difficult because this poppy is basically copying this woman. So, you know, that that has to hurt a bit because basically there's just no original thought there. But I suppose you have to have your 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 baby and then you name them what you want and they live up to that name in the way that you expect. And I think you take pride from that. I mean, personally, I'd you know, probably get rid of Poppy from her life. It is. It seems like she's being a bit of a knob and no one wants to be in a position. If if you've got to start with that, they're just going to copy your pram and it all depends. This always used to annoy me when I was a kid. My friend always used to do the same to me, but he had more dispendable income than I did when we were kids. 
And so I would say, oh my goodness, I really like these jeans. And the next week he'll be having them. And I was like, that would really break my heart. Anyway, 20 years later, I don't speak to him because I think he's a bellend. But I only realised that during lockdown. Here's your poppy. Here's my poppy. Here's your poppy. And I think the moral of the story is bye-bye poppy. Yeah, quite. Yeah. I think it's fair to say that last night was one of the most difficult of nights with the babies. I think the last two nights. There is a few bits that I absolutely want to change. And that's if I was to move forward. If you, if you move forward. If I don't leave if you now. Stay, yeah. um, at, at some point, and I'm sure that other people will, will understand this, you're doing so much and you're so tired. Every now and then you just want a little smile. Or, or if they're terribly constipated, do a turd. Because sometimes it's so exhausting waiting for that poop. I cannot believe how, how, how much constipation has taken over my life. Also, us all sleeping in the same room and these baby farts, like, they are tooting left, right and centre. It's also not just that. I know, I know one of them was you as well. And I literally let you slide with that. Sorry. So Gareth's a different kind of person with that. Gareth will go to the bathroom, which, by the way, we don't have a door to. So we've got a lovely ensuite and there's no door to the bathroom. And so Gareth will go for a wee and just go... <laughs> and literally like that. And I'm like, oh, it's so gross. Completely realistic. And you're like, I did it in the bathroom. And I'm like, I can still hear it. You you like, do it in bed and blame it on the dog. Now you blame it on the babies. But sometimes it is the babies though. But majority of the... Well, but sometimes I don't like it is, but I just go... Yeah, but it also is deadly. It's absolutely deadly. I, I Honestly, the, between that and the smell of like off milk. I feel sorry for Cosmo because out of, there is, one minute, Bear, Aslan, you, me, Apollo. That's five men in yeah. one room. Well, I mean, you're not throwing out the most masculine energy, but it is technically five men. <laughs> and then Cosmo's this poor, delicate little thing, and she is in a room of basically a changing room. It just needs to spell a little bit more Lynx Africa, and then suddenly she's in. It's literally a rugby room. It's a, a rugby, rugby, rugby changing room. Changing room, yes. Lads. It's a lads' den. But there, there, there are lots of things that have changed during this situation. I mean, Gareth did turn around to me this morning and said, by the way, at some point we do have to have sex. This is very true, yeah. And that, but I mean, I, I'm aware of that, but I said there is a time and a place, Gareth. I think probably not the first three months when the kids are in our room. Oh, great. I feel like that's a bit dodgy. Well, no, I'm with you entirely, but I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm also aware that, that you've got your needs. <laughs> my needs? What about your needs? I don't really have my needs. No, you're like asexual. I'm not. I just <sighs> I don't, don't particularly, I'm not 16 anymore. I'm not like, yeah, you're not yeah, let's go to pull fingers on one. I'm not like, that's not like. not what being in a marriage is. Come on. No, Pulls and fingers. Like, I, I, you married me. I hope you think more highly of me than that. I do, but as in, I'm not sitting there being like, oh, yeah, I'm horny. I'm going to have a wink. Like, I don't, that's not something that I, I just, personally feel that I don't need that as much as you do. Well, I'm so glad I bought the cow and just didn't try the milk. <laughs> this is no, it. you definitely, <laughs> six months, you definitely tried the milk. But it was something that, um, it, it sometimes as you get a bit older, uh, the cow gets more drained. The cow and sometimes just becomes a bit feral and, and, uh, you're a heifer. You're an old heifer in the field. I'm happy in my field raising my brood. What, in your brood? Yeah, we've got two brood and I'm happy with that. So it's nearly time for us to wrap up. However, we have got little people with big questions. Number one is from Ava. Hi, Ava. Hi, Ava. When you were little, did you want a dog? Oh, darling. That literally breaks my heart. I love dogs. That makes me think she doesn't have a dog and that really upsets me. Um, when you were little, did you... I had dogs when I was little. 
I'm so obsessed with my dog. We Aslan. do have two little dogs and they're very beautiful. One's called Bear and one's called Aslan and they're very lovely. But when I was young, we did have one called Monty and he was my absolute little joy. I must admit for the adults out there, if you go through life and try and make sure your kids don't watch kind of those all dogs go to heaven or Marley and me or anything like that. The kids don't need to watch that till they're older because it, that will, actually that's a great deterrent. If they don't want, if they want a dog, play the Marley and me. They'll never want to see the dog dead, will they? That is so dark for well, a little true, kid's though. question. That is so Again, dark. I mean, but it also is such a well, valuable They just need to cut part. it off when uh, when I say the lovely bit. And then yeah, they get like old yellow when continue. he goes out behind the shed and they switch it off before he goes... So we have got one more question from Dion. Um, and I think what we're going to do, we're going to play it and it'll be one for you guys to think about. And I think we're going to have to come back to it next week. So let's play the one from Dion. Can I please go outside? Dion, can we play that one more time, please? <laughs> can I please go outside? Dion sounds terrifying for some reason. Um, I think we're going to leave it on that, aren't we? I think we'll come back to that next week. Cheers. Whether it's 4am or wherever you are, have a lovely rest of the day, guys. We're going to finish our wine and we'll see you very much next week for another episode of The Newly Dads. You've been listening to Newly Dads with Ollie and Garrett Lotlock. The producer is Ben Johns. The assistant producer is Maya Adelia. Videography by Jamie Gilbert. Video editing by Jake G. The executive producers are Jemima Rathbone and Jamie Lang. Newly Dads is a jam pop production. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.